Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. That goddamn game did last that night. Game was awful. Goodness gracious, man. Welcome in here to the Wednesday edition of d and KC. I'm Damian Barlin. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Man, and we're happy that despite what happened last night, you decided to tune into this radio show. You know what? You know what? This radio station, man. What a mess. You know what I, I, I rarely do? I don't ever really do this. I don't ever really ever do this. Turn that game off last night. Mm, good for you. I turned it off. It was good for I mean, you. some of it had to do with there was a more competitive game going on on TNT with the Suns and the Warriors. But it was it was Hell of a fight. When it got to thir- well, 13th round coming up. 13th round house show uh the Draymond the Strangler Green is going to talk about his new angle uh here on his promo he's cutting. But I, I turned it off. When it got to 30 <laughs> when it got to 30 in the third quarter I was like, I mean, I'm not not doing this. We had a we got a pizza at the house. So sitting there with the family, Ryan's eating, Reese's eating. We sitting. There, oh, I'm not gonna be miserable for for the next, you know, hour and a half. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was an embarrassment. No, it was bad. That was that was ridiculous. And these are my boys. I love the Kings. No, I love the Beam Team. I love Beam Team too. You know, I I love them. But that was that was embarrassing last night. It really was. Yeah, they got absolutely just destroyed by the Clippers again. Uh, second night of a back-to-back again. It was the second night of a back-to-back for the Clippers. 119-98. Uh, to 98. It's just add the Clippers to the list, by the way. Uh, they it's just a, made the list. It's a growing list now where the Rockets have beat the Kings multiple times. The Warriors have beat the Kings multiple times. The Pelicans have beat the Kings all the time. Mm. Uh, and now the Clippers uh, have beat the Sacramento Kings uh, twice. That's a damn shame. You know, you know what I'm what I'm seeing, um, particularly in this back to back situation. I, I'm, I, we can work this out on the radio. We can work that. You can help me out here, Jesse. Can help me out here and say, hey, you're tripping or it's good or whatever. I'm trying to figure out what's on here with this with this situation with the back to backs. And Will Z broke it down yesterday, where he talked about we were kind of going through the same thing last year. First two times, 
you know, they struggled really, uh, really bad on the second night of a back-to-back. Then the third time they broke through, got the win or whatever the case may be. Third time yesterday um, was not the charm. They didn't break through, and there's still plenty of time. They got 12 more, 12 more of these. So they can still break through, and it could be not an issue like it was last year. But on my way, thinking about what's going on, what, what am I seeing with this team in these three back-to-back scenarios, I feel like I'm seeing a lack of mental toughness in these situations. And last year, how many times did I say this Kings team is tougher than a $2 stake? Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. Mental toughness. To be able to understand the situation. Yeah, it's a back-to-back. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, you were on the plane until 2 a.m. last night or whatever the case may be. All that is real, but it felt like last year in a number of different occasions, they were able to have a level of mental toughness that they fought through whatever adversity was going on. And I and this is why I want to say we can we can talk about it. It's not where I'm at because they've had situations this year where they've had to show mental toughness in games. Um, you know, after the Houston thing, they had to come back when win three in a row or whatever they did, being without starters. That's a level of mental toughness as well. But these three back to back situations, it just what do you think it's mental toughness? Like Because it's just, we talked about it last time. It felt like they're just like, ah, you know, it's second night of a back-to-back. And, you know, that's always tough. They they don't persevere through that so far right now. No, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's mental toughness. You think they're buying the back-to-back too much? Like like kind of just buying into the, not the narrative, but just kind of like it's back-to-back, we're tired, we played tough the day before. Maybe, and that's part of the mental toughness I'm talking about. You got to be mentally tough to work through those, uh, you know. Oh man, it's schedule loss, and you know, it's back to backs are always. So we heard Matt Barnes the last time they had. Well, you know, back to backs. Yeah, are always I hated tough. that. But I told like, you, oh. I hated that. I hated that. He called that a schedule loss, and I was like, ah, that's. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. I, I, I don't, don't want to pick on this guy here too either. Like Sasha, like said, I think after back to back, like they were just exhausted and all the that. Warriors it's like game. you kind of can't. You can't admit that. You kind of just have to, like, no, we got to be better and stuff like that, you know? But it's like, all right, like, you get one. You get one. You don't get to get your ass kicked again like that. Like, you weren't even competitive yesterday. Like, you were dead on arrival Mm -hmm. yesterday. And that's the frustrating Mm -hmm. part because that's where it gets to be like, all right, you you, you're a thirteen and nine team. You're essentially everybody else. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. That's what you're good being. You're good being everybody else. Because everybody else is sitting at 13 and 9. I think the Clippers are 13 and 10 right now. Kings are good enough for the fifth spot. Everyone will tell you. I saw them anywhere between two and six. Okay. Cool. Because Minnesota got better. Minnesota's ascended. Oklahoma City has ascended. Now, not just like in terms of where the Kings are, but in terms of where those respective teams were last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all talking about playoffs today in December. You haven't been able to do that before. Mm-hmm. You're talking about when we get to the playoffs, we got to do this. When we got to get to the playoffs, we got to be ready for this. You got to be better than this. Yeah, well, the, the, I think what they do I don't right care now, what everybody else does. What, what they do right now is, to me, good enough to be in the playoffs. It's good enough to be in the playoffs. It's good, it's enough, good enough to be the fifth seed. Good enough to be a, a, a good team. 
they said they have championship so, aspirations. This isn't good enough. But if you have championship aspirations, I've, here's here's because I, I I didn't answer your question. I don't think this is mental toughness. I think a team like LA. I feel like this has happened twice. And this is what we were just talking about with Kyle and James. Is the Clippers essentially challenged them? The Clippers saw what the Kings did the night before. You hit you you you, you set a franchise record. Okay. I bet you don't do that again. In fact, I bet you don't sniff that again. In fact, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. I'm going to give you an opportunity to break that record. And they, it to me, you're better at this than I am. The Clippers pushed them out and said, go ahead. Not that they left them wide open, but they cut the lanes off. They cut the, they, 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 they cut the key off. They put, cut, cut lanes off and said, go ahead. See, see if Herter can get going. Herter ain't cooked in three days or three games. See if he does it tonight. Well, to me, didn't. And, and I know that's not. This isn't what you're saying, but this is maybe I'm being too too simplistic with it. But to me, it's either mental toughness or physical toughness. Some one of the two is lacking, if not both. I don't think this is a soft team. But if somebody can say, "No, you're not getting in the paint. Go out there and shoot your threes, and and we're gonna do whatever we want on the offensive end." We're going to get to the bucket. Zubox is going to look like Wilt goddamn Chamberlain. You know what I mean? James Harden is going to look like uh, 16 James Harden or whenever he won the MVP. That's that's either mental toughness, a lack of it, or mm-hmm. physical toughness, a lack of it, or both. And once again, the, the thing about it isn't losing. You said it perfectly. We said it the last time. Losing the game is not the issue. Getting your ass beat routinely in these situations is a problem. Mm -hmm. That's what we have a problem. If you lost by two last night, if you lost by five last night, we're not having this conversation. No, if you fought till the fourth quarter last night, if you fought till halfway through, you didn't fight at all. That's the killer. That's that's why so many people, understandably and rightfully so, left the game. Mm -hmm. It was no fight. Uh, an official 13th round, they would have they would have stopped the fight. They'd have been like, "Hey, I would have threw it. I threw in the towel. Yeah, mom, I would have been the my corner. brother. <laughs> that's my brother. You would have threw in the towel. <laughs> Yo, this is this is this is trash. And nobody want to sit through that. And the reason why I struggle with saying they're not mentally tough is because they they've had moments, in my opinion, they've had moments this year that showed mental resolve and mental toughness. Right in the middle of the game against. Um, the Warriors, Warriors, where they had to come back. Going to Minnesota, where nobody's been successful all year long and winning that game and playing a f- damn near a flawless game. The the Dallas game. Bouncing back after the Houston losses and beating Portland and OKC. Like, you've had moments this year that show me that you showed signs of mental toughness. So, I don't – that's why I'm struggling with saying they're not a mentally tough team or they're a soft team or anything like that because there's instances where they've shown it. But this whole back-to-back thing – Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. Not one bit. Is it, is it the back-to-back or is it the Clippers? No, it's the back-to-back and getting your ass beat every time it happens. It's the Clippers twice. Who, this is the third one, right? Who's the other one? I can't even remember the third one. Technically, we always lump that Rockets game into that, too. That wasn't a back-to-back. Pelicans. Pel- so Pelicans. November 20th. Oh, yeah. That was, that's the fourth beatdown. The second Rockets game, which wasn't a back-to-back, was a beatdown. 
the one twenty nine to ninety three game after the Mavericks game was That's a right. beatdown. Yep. The Clippers game after the Warriors game was an ass whooping, and the Clippers game last night was an ass whooping. Yep. Yeah, 129 to 93. So that's 33? 30. What's, what's that count? Is that a 30? God, is that a 30? God. That's a 36 point loss. Goodness oh, gracious. It's a 36 in, point loss. It's inexcusable. It really is. For a team, and we've talked about it a number of different times. This is different than last year. Last year, we probably move on past these things because they're 13 and 9, and we're happy about that. Mm-hmm. The expectations are different. They've said themselves their expectation is to be a championship team. I hadn't even gone that far like that. Like I've said, make the playoffs again. That's what I'm looking for for them. They've said they're trying to win a championship. That's not what championship teams do. And their three back-to-backs, they've lost by 36, 14, and 20. Uh, 22 games so far this season, they've lost three by 20 or more, 36, 25, and 20. Mm-hmm. The Pistons have lost four. Mm. It's not good. It's not good enough, man. It's not good enough for what the they Spurs were. have They're, lost five. If you were wondering, but I purposely left them out because they've lost two by forty. Well, there's that. Pitting they, on the Pistons, need to look a little closer at San Antonio and what they're hey, doing. For real, for real. They, Thirty-six, twenty-five, and twenty. Those, and they they also have an eighteen-point loss this year against Houston. They say they want to be a championship team. They're good enough right now to make the playoffs. I think they're a playoff team. I think they're a good team. They talked about championship. I love that talk, but this is not championship basketball. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, we're just getting started. We'll come back. We'll talk more about this game. Uh, we'll talk more about this team specifically. Obviously, there's nothing to talk about this game. Uh, and we'll talk about the fight last night. Uh, 13th round with Kenny Caraway comes early here on D-Lo and KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino and Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dom's just tweeted, it looks like the Suns' big three will finally debut tonight. Of course, I've heard this before, so I'll wait and see. Well, well, be careful. They're playing a back-to-back. I don't know that that's a problem for everyone. Devin Uh Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal are expected uh, to level tonight when the Phoenix Suns and the Brooklyn Nets play. Hmm. Um, 
There's no real X's and O's to talk about. There's no plays to talk about. It's just a overall discussion on the Sacramento Kings uh, last night and their horrible performance against the Los Angeles Clippers. And I think I, I don't want to I don't want to like pick on anyone point like, oh, this person didn't do this because Malik had eight. That's not what he's been doing. Darren had 14 for God's sakes. That's half his scoring average. Uh, somehow Tomas still got a double double, but it was the least impactful double double in history. This team has a serious free throw issue that they need to fix. But Kevin Herter now is on another stretch of of rough games. Mm. Um, I think we're up to I think we're up to three straight games now where it's like ah, you know that's a little tough. Harrison horrible night for Harrison Barnes. Uh, neither of those guys played major minutes. Really, no one played major minutes except Keegan Murray. He was the only one to eclipse the 30-point mark. It's because he was the only one who looked like he like gave a crap uh, most of the time. Um, but Herders, I, I guess this is, I guess this is Kevin Herder. You know, he, he he's he's going to have he's he's just he's just going to have peaks and valleys. That's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. He's going to have peaks and valleys, and. Now he's going through a valley. You know, he had a he, and that was one of the things. Like, I guess that's where we got to be careful in the, in the off season when we talk about players, because uh, I know that was something that was discussed. We talked about, I think Malik was one of them, Kevin Herter, like the ups and the downs. If you just got a little bit more steady, and I think for the most part we've seen that from Malik, a little bit more steady of a game, a little bit more steady of an output. But with Kevin, it's been a lot of up and down, up and down, and I guess that just might be who he is as a player. Uh, given so much of what he does is, you know, on that shot, mm-hmm. it, sometimes it's not going to drop for you. Sometimes you're going to have difficult creating. Sometimes, and this is where I really, this is what I started to worry about him last night is, because I think he hit his, he was one of eight. That one, I feel like was really early. Maybe his second shot. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let's see what he does now. He, he, he got the second one to drop, settle in, get going, and that was it. Like nothing nothing hit for him again. Now, the the thing that, I don't like about the last couple of games from Kevin Herter is uh, his activity level hasn't been what it was earlier. Uh, rebounding, being active on the defensive end. The shot, you're right, is peaks and valleys, but I thought we had moved past that. I thought we had moved not past his shot being one of peaks and valleys, but his game and his impact being one of peaks and valleys. And the last three, four games, it seems like we were back to that. And I want to see him – out there, active, shots not falling, go get you eight rebounds, something like that. Yeah, four last night, you know, I don't remember when they were impactful or whatever the case may be, but he just hasn't been seen out there. And that's that's more, that's just as frustrating. I want to say more, but just as frustrating is the shot not falling because I thought we got past, I thought we had figured out, all right, if the shot isn't falling, still find ways to impact the game. And last week or so, it hasn't happened that way. No, it hasn't. Um, it hasn't. And that's a, that's a, that's an interesting word, impact. Because I look at Domas's numbers, and I you know, said somehow you know Domas still managed to get a double double in that disaster. I didn't feel like he was very impactful, and I think. I, we talked yesterday about you talked about the duo you ha, you have 
in recent recent games talked about the duo of Malik and De'Aaron and how that, you know, if you got an NBA jam squad, that might be the team versus, you know, Domas and De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. And I argued, like, Domas is kind of the one who holds this all, to, all together. Like, Domas is 15 and 10, uh, 15 and 17, which I think is what he had the other day. It 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 it's it it all helps kind of facilitate the the thirty that we see from De'Aaron and the twenty we see from from Malik. But if the twenty from Malik isn't there, and and probably more importantly, if the thirty from De'Aaron isn't there, how impactful is the fifteen and ten, or the fifteen and fifteen? Because it we we're talking on the handoff about tone setters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Kings might have two tone setters. One's De'Aaron, one's Malik. Keegan might be working his way into that position of being a tone setter. And that's why I think Mike played him so much last night. Because he was working last night when it felt like no one else was. Or maybe no one else could. Mm -hmm. He was. But Domas, I'm not sure as a tone setter Mm. great player ex you know accentuates everything else that's happening on the floor but when the squad is down it doesn't feel like he's the guy who can turn things around for them it doesn't feel like I'll, i'll use your favorite analogy i don't think anybody's the high school high analogy i don't think anybody's looking back at him to see what he's doing no um, not for lack of trying, because we've seen it. We see it on telecasts. We see it in persons. We see him trying to rally guys, but trying to rally guys through, hey, come on, guys, let's get in here, let's do this, versus what you do on the floor, it's not the same thing. Mm. Am I, I off? Um, I wouldn't say off. I think it's, hmm. I think it's more so of maybe these guys actually uh, take for granted some of the things that Domas do, and they just expect it. Like, we know Domas uh, on a bad night uh, is going to give you 15 and 10. We know that. So, number one, they take it for granted. They're not necessarily inspired by it, and they rely on it a little too much. You know what I mean? So, you're right. I don't think they look at Domas as the motivating factor or inspiration or uh, as a sign of this is what we're going to do tonight. They just kind of expect it, just expect it. And sometimes they're not, sometimes they're motivated by it. Sometimes they're not. If this is making any sense. Like I, I, I agree with you for sure that he's not necessarily that guy, but the things that he brings um, should be something that is motivating and inspiring. And it's not always mm. if that answer makes any sense at all. It does. Is so is De'Aaron? De'Aaron is and maybe it's the spectacular nature of the way De'Aaron and Malik play from time to time. Mm-hmm. But that's inspiring. That is comforting. Like we we can we can go because we got this guy. We we can go because mm-hmm. we got him. You see what he mm-hmm. do? You see what he does in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter? Matter of fact, we're probably going to win because we have this guy in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Like, 
All I got to do is do my job, get a couple stops. If he hits it, gets it to me, knock down the open shot because we got him. He's going to do the rest. He's going to do the heavy lifting. Same with Malik almost. And it's it's hard to explain. Like, I think you you should be able to look at somebody like Domas and say, you know what, Domas is not spectacular, it's not whatever, but he's going to grind, he's going to fight. We need to fight with this guy. We need to make sure he's not fighting alone. And sometimes we leave him to fight alone on the boards, uh, being physical, all this other stuff. We we gotta we gotta draw off of what he does and make sure he's not fighting alone. It should be something that is inspirational, but it's not always that. Okay. And I don't know why that is. I don't either. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know either. Actually, I know the Kings need to hit free throws, though. They definitely need to hit this, free throws. This. This is. Uh. I feel like this. This could. This could spiral into a bigger issue. Uh, let me. This could spiral into an issue that hits you at the wrong time. Mm. To just expect their free throw problems to go away later in the season mm-hmm. is a bit ridiculous. They have to get better at the free throw line. Mm. Um, I agree. I don't. I don't. No, I agree. I, I know you do, and I don't know if that. I, I honestly don't. I don't know. The, I don't know if it's practicing. I don't. I don't know what it is, but. It, it it feels like they're they're missing they're missing way too many free throws lately, uh, way way too uh, many. I, I I'm with you on that for sure. It's it's inexcusable, especially for my guards. You know I need my guards mm. to be better free throw shooters. Um, and another thing, because you talked earlier about the Clippers just kind of daring them to make threes like that again. I look at it like this. Well, and then people say, well, you know they're too. The, the, the Clippers are too big for him, the wings, all this other stuff. You know, they, they just kind of push him around. My answer to that would be, how do you not deal with that so much? You get out in transition. You get out in transition and play offense before the defense gets a chance to set up. So you can get them in advantageous situations for you, three-on-two, two-on-one, things of that nature. Well, how do you do that? You get stops on the defensive end. And in the second quarter where this game got completely out of control, the Clippers shot 62% from the field in the second quarter, 15 of 24, three of seven from beyond the arc, made all of their free throws, all five of their free throws. And if you're going, especially against a team like the Clippers, who are good on the defensive end, they do have Kawhi, Paul George, Length, Zubak, all these other guys. Um, even James shows a little uh, tendency to to defend. And Russ, when he's out there, defends. Terrence Mann, they got guys they can throw at you that are going to compete on the defensive end. If you're having to go up against a half-court set the entire time, that's not going to help anybody going up against the Clippers. You got to get some stops. And they got virtually no stops in that that second quarter. They fouled the entire time. They let them get to to the paint. Hell, Seven of the 24 shots they took were threes. <laughs> that tells me, the uh, simple math, the rest, the other, what's that, 17? Were mid-range, in the paint, all this other stuff. So you take away, doing some quick math, you take away the three they made, that's 12 field goals. They were 12 of 17 inside the arc in that second quarter. Dominating. Mm. 
dominating. So, and and that's where the the toughness has to come in. Yeah, the shot's not falling. We've got to get stops here to give us an opportunity to get some easy transition buckets or get different types of look from beyond the arc in transition, you know, uh, going forward with, with an advantage. And they weren't tough enough last night to get any kind of stops, to stop anything that uh, the Clippers were doing. So it goes back to what you were talking about. You think this is about physical toughness. Mental toughness. Or mental toughness. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mental toughness. Last night it was, in my opinion. Is that who they are? That's the remain to be seen. I still believe they're, they're a mentally tough team. But last night was a show of lack of mental toughness. Because you had, you had a bit of an uphill battle going on, mm-hmm. and you wilted under the pressure. You showed no resistance to it. That's the thing. No resistance. We'll say this till we're blue in the face. It ain't the loss. It's once again in a situation where you got to dig deep a little bit. You're not even competitive. It's no contest. What Jesse say? November twentieth. Yeah, they. So that was the one twenty nine ninety three game against the Pelicans. Of course, they lost shortly thereafter to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Got blown up by the Clippers one thirty one to one seventeen. Next game was the win against Denver. Mm-hmm. Got roughed up against the Clippers last night. How are you going to respond? We'll see. We Will that tell us anything about their mental toughness? Uh, mm, it's okay to say no. <laughs> not to me because I, I, I got think you. they have a level of mental toughness to be able to bounce back from certain situations. They've shown that. What What you're going to show me moving forward is the the next opportunity, which is – the 22nd and the 23rd, which is a tough back-to-back. It's Phoenix and Minnesota mm. at home. Mm-hmm. How do you respond to both of those games? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not okay to take off the, the first game because you're like, we want to be ready for that second back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So you take off the first game and get smacked around that. No, you got to come both nights ready to hoop. Both nights ready to hoop. We'll see if they're ready. And that's just one aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? The back-to-back. If they come out and they win both of those uh, those games in that back-to-back, all isn't solved. All isn't finished. Job's not done. Job's oh, not finished. Thanks, Kobe. Yeah, you gotta you gotta show a pattern of continuing to answer the bell in these adverse situations. Right now, they're showing a pattern it's, that they can't. This particular group. Any concerns about the matchup with the Clippers? Because I think. I think there's a concern about the Pelicans matchup, right? Just personnel, eyes. I think there's genuine like, ah, that's a tough. They, they, they're going to have to be on point to, to, you know, take a game in which they just have some matchup difficulties. Are there matchup difficulties against the Clippers? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, and I say that to say, like, if we get, we can, we they, can, they're not, they're we not the have, same as like the Pelicans. Like, I don't look at them and go, oh, I see it. It's the blueprint the Pelicans have. This is a completely different team. We can have, we can have that conversation, which will lead into another conversation now if we want. Because when you talk about matchup problems, the Kings are going 6 3, 6 6, 6 9, 6 8, 6 10. 
Okay. I know they're where not, you're going. They're not no shrimps out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. If if we if 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 we want to get down to the nuts and bolts, the guys they have out there have to play better. Fox is doing his thing. Keegan is hit or miss in these situations. Sabonis is fighting. And then you got Herter and you got Harrison. I thought Keegan fought yesterday. He did. Keegan played well. Keegan played well. It's just hard to spot because it was covered in filth. But <laughs> right. He, 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 you know, he, right. That's why he played 31 minutes. The, the, the matchup thing to me, me personally, I don't look at the Kings, even against uh, uh, oh, New Orleans, and be like, they got a matchup problem. They got an execution and maybe energy problem oh. where they have matchup. Those guys, Keegan Murray, the same size as, as Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily talking about size. <laughs> no flag. No flag from the play. I'm talking more like you have, you have Ingram, right? Ingram's going to be a problem for – 29 teams in the league mm-hmm. but you have it, it it felt like their you know ability to deal with that or maybe they had an inability to deal with it we saw that with Kawhi. now the unique thing and the frustrating thing and it's why so many people you know if healthy you could buy into the clippers a little bit because if it wasn't Kawhi last night mm-hmm. it could have been paul george and if it wasn't paul george probably could have been james harden but really you focus on those those two wings and Kawhi and and, and paul george when you have those highly talented wings, it feels like that's where they run into issues. I I take all the dubs. De'Aaron Fox has missed five. Keegan's played five. No one gives a crap about who Sacramento has played without. When they played the the, the Suns with Kevin Durant, it's probably it's going it's going to look different than it did the other night. Doesn't mean the Kings are going to lose. It just means it's going to look different. And I feel like that's a that's an aspect that they really struggle with is is those. Those really talented scoring wings. Yeah, because it's a particularly the taller ones. Yeah, because it's a skill and 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 um, talent issue. You've on Sacramento. Yeah, physically you've got the guys to match up. Harrison Barnes can't physically match up with Herb Jones, you know, or Trey mm-hmm. Murphy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he can. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough. Mm-hmm. So you need to go get a better player. Not necessarily like having the it's it's not like you got your best players are like six five across the board and you're trying to match up with these guys. Like that's it's not it. You got a guy that's comparable physical wise, all the measurements. He's just not good enough. He's just not good enough to match up. And I think we're twenty some odd games into this now. We said we give it some time. Um there's been times quarter way through the season, I think. Yeah. There's been times when HB has looked fine. There's been times when Kevin Herter have looked fine. There's times like last night. And now decisions have to be made. We're we're two days away. <laughs> it's December 13th. Oh, my. December 15th is – oh, boy. I, man, I almost 13th. forgot. We're two Not days, almost. I did forget. There's two days away where everything's on the table at that point. And Monty's got to decide, is this good enough? Is this good enough? Or do I need to go out there and, and – be aggressive in making some moves that can shore up some of the issues that this team has. For those who aren't hip to the bit, by the way, December 15th is the first day that anyone <laughs> who signed a contract during free agency can be traded. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, 
I don't remember why, but December 15th kept coming up over and over Rashawn and over and over Holmes. again. Rashawn. But Rashawn didn't sign a deal. Oh, trading trading Rashawn Holmes yeah. for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're telling me, Stephen McBride, we can check on this. They're saying it's the 29th for HB. And my thought would maybe be because that's an extension, but I don't know. I don't know. 15th or the 29th. Either way, the day's coming up upon us. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine getting traded on New Year's Eve? Like, is the ball's about to drop? Damn. And... New Year, new me. <laughs> oh, imagine the Instagram post if you're <laughs> traded on New Year's Eve. Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know the meaning to that. Normally, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but that's silly or not. Considered the start of NBA trade season. Yeah. Everything and last year we couldn't wait. We damn near had a countdown to December fifteenth. <laughs> and nothing and de- happened. <laughs> December fifteenth turned into January fifteenth, <laughs> turned into February fifteenth, and very literally, absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> it was like Y two K. The world's gonna change December fifteenth. I thought it was over. When in fact nothing happened. I thought it was over. I had to pause because I almost said Y two J. I thought it was. I thought it was over on Y2K. Yep. I was like, "Bruh, this That's is it. it. It's over." And then, and then at like this is it, 10 Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. They said it's New Year's in Australia. I looked around and everything's still going on. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Then so it's no New Year's flopped. in France. No, no planes fell out of the sky. Wait a minute. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no massive blackout. It was funny during the whole, like, did no one account for that? <laughs> I can't remember. It was 23 years. Did no one account for, hey, don't worry, America, we're going to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, California. We'll be the last ones. We're fine. <laughs> That's you the got- first thing I thought of when I, it's 10 a.m. and I'm stressed out. I'm making sure we got enough canned goods and everything. Also, and if like, I- happy new year, Australia. Wait just a damn minute. And they're part of the world too, aren't they? Just also, call, I don't know. You can call me crazy. Could you have adjusted a clock to <laughs> say like, hey, it's eleven fifty nine on December thirtieth or thirty first, however many days there are, and hey, let's see what happens when it turns. Yeah. Oh look, nothing. No. That was December fifteenth last year. And just put everybody on warning. It's probably going to be December 15th this year or December 29th or whatever the day. Hey, look, I'm going to ask the question to everybody. And this is, this is probably, I'll admit, it's probably a little bit reactionary mm-hmm. based on what we saw last night. But 916-909-1320, um, Damian Barley, Jesse Tapia, anybody who wants to, do the Kings need to make a move? Do they need to make a move? We're, what's the, the record? They're so, 13 and 9, mm-hmm. 26 games into the season. Mm-hmm. We've seen it now. We've given things time. We've given uh, people opportunity to show whether or not this is who they are or, you know, you need to move on from. Do the Kings need to make a move? So let me, let me, let me ask a follow up. We'll let this marinate with everybody. Kings need to make a move for what? Kings need to make a move to the to to make make the playoffs. No, to make sure you can not make sure to give you a better chance of advancing in the playoffs and possibly being a championship team. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it. 
916-909-1320. We'll let that marinate. Maybe we'll even throw it up there uh, on the YouTube chat. That might be too generic, though. I feel like that'd be a 98% to 2% ratio if we put that up uh, on YouTube. We'll, We'll come back. We'll talk about that, obviously, and we'll talk about the uh, big fight that took place in Phoenix. Man. Heavyweight championship of the world, except uh, only one guy knew he was in a fight. The other <laughs> one was playing basketball. It's coming up here with D'Lo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Well, we stumbled across this uh, just a terrible, terrible accident here during the commercial break. Just awful. Sometimes you got to shut things down before they get started. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm working my Eddie Hearn. Well, see, the thing about an Eddie Hearn impression, I don't know who that is. So the impression doesn't resonate with me. I'll I'll send you. I know it'll be like for you and, you know, Dr. David in Michigan and, you know, like the the chat will love it. I I don't know that most people are Uh, care. I'll send you a a clip of Eddie Hearn and you'll be like, damn, that that does sound like Eddie Hearn. No, I I mean, it's good for my amusement. but We'll play him on the show so everybody will know who I'm talking about. I still think we need to do like a round table of like different characters of Kenny's impersonations. Like we'll do like Doc Rivers and then he's got like a – Chris Broussard there. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior also sitting at that table. Oh, Doc Rivers. From the dead. Doc Rivers talking to the Ultimate Warrior could be phenomenal. And it's like we go from Doc to Ultimate Warrior yeah. in case he's got the Ultimate Warrior mask when the camera spans to him. That could be phenomenal. <laughs> we can't uh, – I, I want to bring this up since we're talking about wrestling. We can't let this play too long. We get, we get, we get in trouble. Mm-mm. But someone said um, – this is what a Draymond Green Titantron video would look like. Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> is this, is this? <laughs> I think we can just let this roll if I just cut the music off. They said this would. This is what it would look like if Draymond Green was walking down the aisle. What was that? Hey. Come on, man. Hey, here he comes. Oh, oh my God. God. It's the Michigan State Rattlesnake. <laughs> no, that's a totally natural basketball move right there. Come yep. Oh, no, that's oh, natural. That's oh, on. there it is. Jesus. This dude. Oh my god. Oh, well. Yep, totally Yo, natural. Look, this is one of my favorites. Look at this. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, this is a classic. Come on. Oh, here it comes. Oh, that He's got him. He's got him. Man. Bro, how do you have how do you have uh, Man, got a whole ass Titantron a, video? A, a highlight reel of dirty plays. That's and that's just the that's just the sixty second version. Yeah, that's how not do, even the how you have a how you have a dirty play mixtape. Come on, man. It's Draymond, bro. Are we are we going there? Are we going there now? Are we? Yeah, we could go there. I don't know what this is. I have no clue, but I can't lie. This also made me laugh. I don't. I don't know. Say, Lee, Dream and Green, y'all wish equal. I don't know what. It is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a wild place. That's a flag of ever seen. Oh man! Automatic ejection. Oh goodness oh. gracious! I actually brought all this up for uh, a reason. Um, Obviously, well, that's gonna be obviously everybody. I mean, you set the scene. Set the every, scene everybody's for the every, everybody has know. seen this a thousand times. So we'll we'll run this here real quick. Um, he, he, I, I, <laughs> I want to play Draymond's sound. That's the reason I pulled this up is because I didn't hear Draymond speak last night. Mm. I did hear it this morning, mm-hmm. 
and was astonished. Uh, here's the play. Um, watch that part right there because that's that right there is the crux. Do I do I have this on the screen? Okay, I do. That's the crux of Draymond's whole argument. But he said something that Kings fans are going to just absolutely crack up at. So there's that. And the turnaround. So I think we get some different angles here. What's amazing is I think the entire coaching staff is looking the other direction. (laughs) Like that's a shoot, right? Like you see all of them. None of them are looking. And Except uh, for the the ball guy on the the left. He was watching. Yep. Steve's not watching. Uh, I think that's Kenny over there. He, look, and the look, look bench barely Jackson. reacts. Well, yeah, uh, what's his name? Jackson Davis. He he saw like yo, <laughs> yo. Who's my man right there? Just Sarge. Sar- oh, is watching. that Sarge? Yeah. If you oh, don't, he's got the he's got the. Yeah, if you yeah. don't look, you don't have to talk about it in well, the press conference. I guess that's the rule in, lo- in the Warriors locker room. I don't look, it. guys, and we don't have to talk about it. Well, at least we know this to be true because remember this. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's. This is the Zabruder film. Let's go back to frame 318 here. <laughs> Steve Kerr said he didn't see it. Now we know this is a fact. We see it right here. Steve Kerr is, in fact, not watching his player punch someone else. You know, you know what's and funny about that? And the best part that? is, yeah. No, you know what's funny about that is Steve Kerr said, I didn't see it. Like he's playing in McClatchy High's gym with no jumble. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> he avoided all replays, tablets. Like he avoided everything. Uh, uh, the 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 great PR man that's there didn't show him. Like no 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 nope, don't watch it. Just go pause, sir. Plausible deniability, <laughs> bro. After every illegal screen, he goes to the guy behind. Hey hey, let me see. Is that is that a is that a foul? Is that, do I challenge it? Do I challenge? No, do I challenge? no this time no. Didn't There's no it. way I could have seen this. We all no. know peripheral vision. Steve saw something happen in the corner of his eye, and he's like, no, nope, that's Draymond. I'm just going to look away right no. now. Wait, no. wait, wait. Refs there. Okay, what happened? <laughs> um, Man. I'm trying to find the the, the video. I'm, I'm having a slightly more difficult time finding. Oh, I bet NBC has it. Let me let me find that. Hang on. I think uh, also well, I think Don't Slater hang on. Talk amongst yourself. Oh, Slater has it? Yeah, Slater. Well, I didn't see the – I don't want Slater's video though. Mm. With no 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 shot at our man Anthony. Well, I, I, I just mean the, the the quality will be better on. I mean the, the I don't sound know when will be he better. went to the podium. It must have been a little late because I, I watched. Well, I'm sure he game. went. I, wa- I watched the post game show for the Warriors, um, thinking I was going to see Bonte. Bonte had the night off, but uh, I watched that post game show for a long time. And they never went to Draymond. They went to Steve Kerr, and they did a whole bunch. So I don't know when Draymond actually – much like you, I didn't see it last night. I saw it this morning. Let me take a quick – Swinging away to sell the call. All right. Um, so I this, this is good enough. This is courtesy of our man Anthony Slater. The, 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 the audio is perfectly perfectly fine. Again, this this, this directly from our man Anthony Slater. Uh, I want you to pay close attention to to what Draymond says, particularly here uh, at the beginning. Look at look at he's examining the box score. Sir, like, you had two points. Like nothing to examine. Like anyone's gonna ask him about <laughs> points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> you had like two, two, and one. Yeah, Nobody cares about those numbers. I was pulling my hip and I was swinging away to sell the call. Made contact with him. Um, as you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do okay. apologize to you, sir. That's nice. Um, Wait for it. Because I didn't intend to hit him. That's uh, nice. Good. I sell calls with my arms. Wait, wait. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't. Y'all mm. caught that? I'll run that back. I'm going to run it back. I'm going to run it back. By the way, 
This is just for Kings fans. Everybody else, mind your business. This is for Kings fans. Mm-hmm. Y'all was there. With my arms. Yeah, he sells with his arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't. Sir. Hi, Draymond. Hi, yeah, D-Lo, D-Lo and KC, ESPN 1320, number one and two radio show in Sacramento. You are the guy that died at the Golden One Center, right? <laughs> you are the one who just dropped down, head on, uh, like, throat, head, chalk outline, uh, damn shame what happened to Draymond Green at the Golden One Center. Mm. Then your coach told you to get up. You stopped selling your injuries and the pain, the <laughs> excruciating pain that you were in because Trey Lyles hit you and got up and ran down the court. That was you, sir, right? Mm. Not a flopper. Not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me and yeah. pulling my hip yeah. back. So I spun away, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I hit him. Now it's so unfortunate. Like I said I apologize to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I didn't intend to hit him. Have you seen the replay? Yeah. How did it look to you on the replay? I mean, as I've said before, any replay. So, if I go any, look at okay. any replay. Okay. Well, every my bad. replay of everything. A replay is it's never going to look good. No, no, it's never going to look good. No, I'll I'll tell you what. What? I've replayed every show we've ever done, and at no point did I ever think, you know what? Kenny was too violent with me today. Like (laughs) he said, said, "Your Honor, I know what it looks like." Like, like, no, like if no, never, never felt that way, Draymond. Um, But mm -hmm. I also don't think I'm that. Accurate enough puncher to do a full 360 and, and, and connect with someone. Um, Imagine that. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. I'm I'm yeah. watching him and I and watching him like on. You notice? I don't know if you did. I happened to flip over. It was, this was halftime. Mm-hmm. This was perfect timing. This happened during halftime. It was halftime of the Kings game. <laughs> Flipped over with seconds to spare before the spinning tornado punch that Kerry <laughs> Von Erich used to throw in the WWF. Turns around and hits him. You know what he – and it was almost like he got it out of his system because he instantly realized, uh-oh, mm. there was no there was no Hulkamania. There was – of course, the crowd was asleep. There was no – there was no none of this. The there was no boo. There was – no, none of that. Yeah. He was just sitting there like – Well, he knows he's in trouble. I mean, it was after Domas. He said, don't grab my foot and you won't get stepped on. I think it was um, his most recent thing. He said, he, like he said, he didn't apologize or whatever. Now he knows. He's already – they're already watching him now. He would – he and, and, and let's, let's, let's remember for – I'll go back here one more time. I won't go to my favorite part. I'll just go to the very, very beginning where he's examining the box score. What Except happened <laughs> on the uh, play you got ejected? Uh, he was pulling my hip and I yep. was swinging away to sell the call. Great. Pulling his hip, swinging away to sell the call. Anybody remember the Domas explanation? Anybody? Anybody remember? He was pulling his foot, trying to get away. Boy, Draymond's done wrong a lot in this league. Boy, they just go after this guy. And I know, and I paused it so everybody could see it. Nurkic had him. Mm-hmm. That that's to, that's totally like unnatural in basketball, right? That never, never happens. happens. Never happens. Never happens. Ever. <sighs> Ever in the in That's the sarcasm, by the, the way, the common um, retort to that is to swing around, which I mean, that's just, what I do. Yeah, yeah. arms yeah. out. Yeah. I, I mean, there's there's so many things. People, you know, on on Twitter, like, yo, Casey, you see your boy. I was out going to get pizza. Mm-hmm. I was minding my business. 
I've moved on from this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you was ready to make friends with him yesterday. I, well, I you say you that. created a completely fictitious scenario where he big up Reese <laughs> in his in his game. I was gonna keep it. Well, I was gonna keep it a stack. I was yeah. like, you know, I didn't talk crazy. It's facts. About you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just gotta say what it is. Yeah. If, you, if you respect that, cool. If you don't, then cool too. But I gotta tell you what it is. I'm, I'm gonna put this on just because it's making me laugh. <laughs> that man has had it. This dude is so sick of Draymond Green. For those on the radio, I have a still <laughs> shot of Steve Kerr. We're at the point where you can put He's a sign up done. and you can do however many days since Draymond Green's last incident. Dolph, bro, <laughs> that's we won't, we won't get past the week. We need one yeah, of those. We definitely won't get past the week. We need one we of those. Won't get past the this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 